It is your one and only favorite Wody Jack or Jack. Just another nigga with no bitches and an opinion, and I've been wildin' for respect. All right. What's up, folk? I do have an opening uh, pre-recorded, and I'll just drop that shit in at the beginning, but because this is a very special episode with the motherfucking boys, Young Sparks. This is the Wild and for Respect podcast. I am your one and only favorite Wody. Just another nigga with no bitches and a decent opinion, depending on the week. <laughs> How are you guys, man? Good. Solid, man. Been waiting, uh, been waiting to fuck with you, bro. Hey, likewise, <laughs> likewise, man. Uh, so shit. Let's. Just, I'm gonna be honest. I don't even have like a lot of questions. I'm just intrigued, you know, by by you guys. But I will start off with, uh, what does destroy enjoy mean? I remember when we sat down and really like fleshed that out but like, I think there was a point where our songs were like love songs mm -hmm. and it kind of like the lyrics were kind of destructive mm -hmm. right but you can still enjoy it mm -hmm. right? very right? true so that's yeah. what our music theme kind of was it's like from the beginning of making music but then it kind of destroy enjoy kind of evolved into like uh sometimes you gotta like for me like you gotta destroy something that's really horrible in your life uh -huh. enjoy life again Mm -hmm. So that's how I kind of flipped it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> for me, at the point when, when we decided it was like a the the rhyme was just like this shit rhymes. <laughs> 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 shit rhymes. Like I just, feel that. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's kind of just like I thought of it like you know whatever this album's about to be, the listener can destroy it or enjoy it. Mm. You know. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I do like that. Mm -hmm. Um. When at what point did you guys come to that conclusion for the title? Was it at the beginning? Was it at the two year, three year, four year mark? Probably the beginning. It was the beginning. Uh, I used to live in Chino. Shout out to my niggas. Uh, I was living with a bunch of Omegas in Chino, and um, we we're just making a bunch of music at that point. Mm -hmm. And um, the homie had did a photo shoot of me and Ricardo. Um, he was just like, "Oh yeah, this is for y'all's album." We didn't have one track ready for that <laughs> shit <laughs> at all. Didn't have nothing ready for it. But um, we just had these pictures, and it was like a blue and red kind of thing. And uh -huh. we were on the opposite. I think you've seen it. Right. And um, so it was literally in that in that era, we were just like, you know what? Like, what are we going to call this? And one of us was like, let's just call this shit Destroy and Joy. <sighs> randomly, randomly. Randomly. And it's like, we named it, and then once five years passed by and it was done, the shit was like, damn, like, this is, this is like, this yeah. is that name for it. Like, it, it couldn't have been nothing else, you know? That's that's ill. That's ill. Especially, like, I feel like everyone low-key kind of thinks of that, what that debut title will. And, but this isn't, like, your debut, though, project, is it? No, no, no. Okay. 
All right, so well, shit, man, for five years, <laughs> and, and especially for me, I, I I'd have to look at it that way. But still, like you know, for something that you you believe in, that will be, uh, uh, I guess, just your passion. You know, just your passion that it'd be easy for you to find something once it does connect and then it sticks with it. Like for my uh, for my debut, always I, I already know the name. I don't want to say it out loud, though, mm -hmm. but I but since I was like fucking since I started rapping, though, and kind of just how life is unfolding when that day comes for the title of that uh, for that album to drop with that title. I feel like I'm going to look back and just be like, damn, like I was looking at it from a whole other aspect 10 years ago, thinking of a meaning. But now that it's coming, it's crazy how that title and the meaning behind it has come into fruition. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know. I, I guess I, you know, I say all that to say that even with just you guys with just saying that. I feel proud to hear that, man. Oh, like, yeah. I, I really like, fuck with you niggas, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I really I fuck with y'all niggas, yeah. man. For real. Uh, so let's see. The next question I would have to say is... Uh, Wait, before you, before you move on, I was going to say, like, I was just talking to the homie about sometimes your soul knows before your mind and your body, you yeah. know? So, because we do it a lot. We'll, mm -hmm. like, we'll name shit, like, years before then, and then we'll live that shit. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, how did how did my soul know that before my right. mind knew, you know? Right. So it's like, we, we just live in our destiny. And I feel like you niggas is definitely on the right path, man. Like, so, so what made this take five years? Like that's, that's really the, and that's really the destroy and enjoy part. Right. Like, <laughs> like damn, that's five, like five years in. And at first I thought, at first I thought you niggas was capping. Like oh, yeah. a motherfucker. Five <laughs> yeah. years. Like, all right, maybe I can see like two and a half or, you know, maybe they had this reference from five years ago. But then like, I think it was um, Magnificent, I think. Yeah. Or was it Magnificent or Super Fun? Probably it was something that was on that was on SoundCloud that like, oh, super when I fun. seen it. Okay. So when I seen it on the album, I was like, oh, shit, damn. This joint really did. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Um. Well, I think because it started out like we were just making tracks, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like we've been making tracks together since we were seven, eight years old, like not recording shit, but like this right, nigga's right. been singing forever, you know really? what I mean? Yeah. Just forever. Like, I don't even know, like since he could talk, he'd probably been singing, gotcha. you know what I mean? So I remember growing up and we'd be like making eggs, like at the house, no parents, and he'll just start singing. So it's like, uh, what was that song, bro? Saw, saw no, 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 no. Um, this is how we do, do it. Uh, this is how we do it when we make some eggs. That was our shit. <laughs> I mean, we used to run that shit every day. It was one summer, like summer 05 or some shit, bro. And this nigga got a guitar. He made the six-piece chicken. Remember that? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Niggas love food, bro. Yeah, bro. All of our songs are about food growing up. I had this song called Six Piece Chicken McNuggets because I was only a nugget nigga at McDonald's. <laughs> never had a burger. Still to this day, never had a McDonald's burger. What? They used to have the dark meat and the white meat nuggets. This yeah. Only ate the white meat. Only the white meat nuggets, fool. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't even touch the dark meat nuggets. Wow. Yeah, bro. Picky. Picky. That shit. is crazy. Yeah. Especially for the burger part. But I feel that today. Right. right. Today, I feel, I kind of feel that. So, yeah. But um, I think, uh, so we, we've always been making tracks, but 
the album and why it took five years, I would say like I was still a kid when we started. I, he would say that too. Like we were still young. Mm-hmm. We didn't know how to mix. We didn't really All know right. how to record. You All know right. what I mean? We were still falling into our artistry in a lot All of right. ways. So right, right. we realized what we were on to something probably like three, two years ago. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But we started making this shit like five years ago without knowing what was about to happen. Gotcha, gotcha. So and also like school as well. Like when we shot the album, mm-hmm. was still, when he shot the album, he was still in school. Gotcha. And so we had to kind of finish. He had to wait for him to finish, and then he came back home. And then the home situation, that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but um, then I went back to school to get my master's. Uh-huh. So it kind of like, school kind of took up a lot of time. It added to the five years as well. I definitely feel that. That's that's something that I'm fucking bad on. Like, I'm having senioritis like a motherfucker right now. I'm supposed to be done in May, May, June, somewhere in that time frame. And like, I'm just over it, bro. I'm over it. Like, it's taking up time to get extra money. Is taking up time to either record or do something because I got homework or whatever the fucking case, man. Like, yeah. it's the absolute fucking worst. But, uh, well, so through that time, what were, how many disagreements over, because, like, I always wondered that dynamic of being in a group, but then also being in a group with your brother. So there's whole other rules, like when they really come down to the shake, let's get it shaking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, what like what songs did y'all did, or or what was it kind of seamless of like, oh no, this should be there, or you know, yeah. just picking yeah. songs that should be on there. Um, probably one amnesia. Mm-hmm. At first, it, it took us forever to like record that. Like I couldn't do the verse. Uh-huh. Like it was hard struggling to do it. He could barely do it. Then he kind of like, hey, I got it. I gotta rap this shit. I gotta figure it out. Right, right. Practice it. Finally, spit it out. But then people were like, "Well, this probably don't fit the album," you know. But then we got more songs to come on there, and it kind of made sense to put Amnesia like right after Fall In. Uh huh. So like the story kind of like you know continues. So gotcha. Amnesia was kind of one of the ones we went back and forth on. So I'm happy it's on the tape. Yeah, yeah. Happy it's on the tape. Um, as far as <clears throat> disagreements go, like making the album, we had zero disagreements mm-hmm. like as far as respect goes as musicians like right, right. he'll come to my room with like half a beat who's the nicest who's the nicest yeah who's the nicest as far as what like, production just, just in just overall artistry i mean i would say like he's he's, he's my favorite singer you okay. know what i mean okay. so like so i'm the singer for sure. right he's okay. for sure like you know like when i think about our group was it you on destroy yes me okay okay yes. okay <laughs> right got gotcha. amazing right right right, right so right. growing up like I said, he's he's a bird. Like the nigga sings. So <laughs> I always like my role model as far as singing goes has always been him. I've been always like, I need to like I'm never gonna be able to sing like that, but I need to chase that <laughs> right, shit. Right, I need right, to right. find my own voice right. to, to be equal to that. You know uh-huh. what I mean? So I would say singing wise and I mean he be sleep on himself production wise. Like this nigga uh-huh. produced uh, our song "Roll." He produced that shit. Yo, hold okay, up, right. hold up, hold up. Let's yeah, let's let's stick on this for like at least five minutes, yeah, please, bro. Please. Roll is so when when Ramakai when we was working together and shit. When she when I first got on to y'all, I was only playing "Wide Open," uh, "Muse," and "Roll." For those were like the only songs that I was playing. And me and my girl, she fucking loves "Roll." Like. How, what, what was the process? What was the thought? That's, 
Oh, yeah, the story of Roll is crazy. How? So I'll let you start it and I'll come in. I, like, I just made the beat in my room one day, just the beat. Uh huh. And I had the wackest verses, bro. Like, <laughs> but, the, but the hook was good, right? Right. And I started right, singing right. and the, the hook was perfect, bro. I was like, bro, I'm about to throw the shit away. Like, the verses is whack. This right. is a horrible song. My nigga was like, hey. Bro, it was so. <laughs> let me, let me come in. Let me, <laughs> so it's Christmas. It's Christmas Eve. We always do some tight shit during Christmas, uh -huh. right? So. We got time, we just, we home, niggas ain't in school, let's make some tracks. So right. he showed me roll, no verses, chorus, sad face, like this is a trash <laughs> song, I'm about to toss this. I'm like, so I'm sitting there like, this nigga's dumb as hell, like how can he say this? So I was like, all right bro, like, okay, just go to bed, like I'm gonna see if I can put a verse on it. Mm -hmm. And then he went to bed, I stayed up till the sun came up, put those verses on it, added my little shit, and then he woke up, he was like, bro, this is a track now. Yeah. Dropped it, and then, yeah. <sighs> Damn. All of a sudden, I didn't know this shit like that. went, bro. Like that <laughs> shit is so hard, man. Mm -hmm. and, but the wild thing is, like, like I said, when I see, when I first started listening to it, and then I see that it's it was uploaded four years, five years ago, whatever the case, and I'm like, this is literally the pocket mm -hmm. of right now. Mm -hmm. It's the pocket of right now, bro. Mm -hmm. So, like, what? First, what is y'all? What would you even describe? What is the sound? What is the genre of you guys, man? Because I really don't, I really don't know where to put it. I mean, by default, I'm gonna say R and B because you're singing, right. but it's almost not as accurate as it could nah, be. not at all, not at all. Yeah, we um, this is the conversation we be having. Like, what do we tell people what the genre is mm -hmm. and uh, it, it changes throughout the years. Like, we'll be like, all right, let's just call this shit like uh, funk. Right, mm -hmm. funk. Let's call it funk. Mm -hmm. Let's call it acid soul. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like just wild shit. Right, right. And um, at, lately we've just been saying we just it's black music. We black. End of the day, we black. But um, <laughs> it's a lot of different elements. I grew up, you know, not really listening. I mean, I listened to rap because he was really into you know Kanye and like mm -hmm. Lupe and all that. But I've been in love with guitars since I was like three years old. Right, right. So I'm always listen, you know, Black Sabbath. The White Stripes, like I grew up listening to a bunch of rock bands. Mm -hmm. So our music encompasses all that shit. And it encompasses like my mom's from Jamaica, my dad's Word. from Panama, so salsa. Oh, where's that at? Uh, you know, like uh, Panama. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I'll be saying it with the draw. Oh, okay. I'm like, hold on, what? <laughs> <laughs> so our, our music, I feel like we have elements of reggae and salsa. Um, and salsa. Definitely. Right, right, right. And and like and I definitely can hear that. That's that's nice and and loud and clear in roll. Like it's just got mm -hmm. that oh, man. Yeah. It's like a rhythm for sure. Yeah, that 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 that's a great song. So why didn't what why didn't that song? Why didn't a song like that or or uh or wide open? How come that didn't make the album? In comparison to like super foreign, it is is magnificent old or did y'all drop that recently? Uh, magnificent, we dropped that with the album. Mm -hmm. um, people had it before. People had it before. Gotcha. Like like some of our homies had it for very like for four years because we. All right. That was another song where I had made the beat uh -huh. and put the chorus, uh -huh. but verses were trash. Gotcha. Sent it to this guy. He's like, let me see what I can do, and then magnificent. Gotcha. So a lot of tracks do be like that. I get to a certain ceiling mm -hmm. where it's like I cannot do this so mm -hmm. let me send it to this guy and he'll figure it out you know and how do you know when you've gotten to that ceiling is it 
through trying to work it out over and over or does it just you just kind of get there and you just know off rip like nah there's not too much more I can put on it it depends depends. for for me it depends like like I there's some songs where I already know I'm about to send it to him for the verse Mm -hmm. like not even about to write a verse and then there's there's those songs where I'll sit sit like a month trying to fuck with me and one thing is I just try not to force myself with lyrics if this shit Mm -hmm. don't spill out like you know, I'll give myself a week. If it don't right. spill out after a week, I'm gonna just let this nigga see what he can do. And usually, when it doesn't spill out of me, it just easily spills out of this nigga. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Back and forth. it's it's symbiotic for real. With Ro- I think Raw didn't make the album because I threw the master away. I deleted it. This nigga oh. deleted the master. Oh, it probably would have been on the shit, to be honest. Been on it, yeah. But we don't have <laughs> we like, don't have my the body. SoundCloud shit is it. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> and, and and y'all did like a y'all low key did a cleansing of the SoundCloud. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, that was yeah. a little devastating. We're not gonna lie, but the shits that I love are still on there, right? you know. <laughs> so we had our our first two albums on there, uh, Autumn and Summer. Gotcha. We put those on there, but then my because I guess you can't have that many songs on SoundCloud. Really? Right? Or, well, I think we got like like I mean we could put those back on. There. I think we got like four hours left on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. gotcha. Okay, that it's makes the sense. Free SoundCloud. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, there's definitely a, a, a cap, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely, there's definitely a limit on that. Yeah. Um, hold up, because I had something, but that fucking just slipped my mind. Uh, an easy question for at least for me. Uh, what are y'all's favorite songs on the album? Uh, I think my favorite favorite is "Lift Your Hip." Just how it was like, just the whole process, because that was another song where I just Christmas. Mm-hmm. Another Christmas song, by it the way. Was a, it was just a drum beat. That was it. And then he added all the rest of the stuff on there. Really? And that was able, then I was able to like write <laughs> the song, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, that was one of the beats. And that's, I think, <laughs> with Lip to Hip. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we've been on the same shit, bro. Like, we cannot believe we made that shit sometimes. That shit hard, that's man. Shit, like, that's not and, me. And, and, when I, and when I first when I first listened to the album, um, I liked it. I thought it was cool, that song. But I was like, nah, like. It's a cool song, but whatever. Right. Um. But like I was telling, but like I was telling Ram and Kyle when me and my girl when we we had went out a couple of weeks ago, and we went to some old off brand ass spot, uh, in Chinatown, yeah. and like just the vibe of that place, like and the music that they were playing. I don't know. I don't really know what it was. I think it was maybe like some '80s house or something like it. I don't know. But just when I was in there, I was like, damn. That I was like, let the hip with ring off in this motherfucker, mm-hmm. and that's when I really fucking liked the song. And then when I seen y'all perform it yeah. in a whole other way, the man, I'm yeah, like, like, yo, these, these <laughs> cats are cold, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, with lip to hip, it was another situation. Like he came in my room with just like he said with the drum beat, and he kind of just allowed me to like explore. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He never. Stops me, mm-hmm. bro. And sometimes I'd be like, man, I probably need to be stopped because this song <laughs> about to change. But um, and I was there. Like, my girlfriend at the time was there with us too, and she just was like looking at us like, y'all are fucking ridiculous. Like you don't realize this shit's fucking ridiculous, right? So I, you know, the beat was done. I just, I just went back to school. Was like, all right, nigga, like peace. See what you do with that. <laughs> Came back home. This nigga sang on it. Usually when he sings on some shit, like I'll hear the rough draft. Uh-huh. Shit was done when I came home. No talking to me about shit. <laughs> and I was like, this, and he was like, hey, you like it? I'm like, nigga, like, yeah. we're about to be rich. What are you talking about? I'm like, this is the craziest shit ever. <laughs> so, yeah, that song. That's for real. Definitely. So what's your favorite? Me, and this, it kind of touches back into, 
like our disagreements. So making the album, we had no dis- disagreements, but mm-hmm. finishing it, mixing it, the logistics behind it, that's mm-hmm. where we started having disagreements, right? Mm-hmm. So my favorite song on the album is Wipeout. Okay. It's not on the streaming services right now. But real niggas, if you bought it day right. one, got it. You got it. Right. But that version is not the version I fuck with. Uh-huh. Right? That's just the main thing. So we took it off because it's just like a, a thing with the sample and we don't really know what the fuck's going on with that. So we're mm-hmm. just playing it safe. But that's my favorite song mainly because like the production level I think is like upper echelon like towards lip to hip. Like mm-hmm. we got the, the beach in the background all types of shit. Right. But I feel like of all the songs on the album that's like the song that describes me mm. and like my life and like the shit that I go through and like you know right so I'm taking it super personal because it's like nigga that's my story right there <laughs> and it's not on the album but um besides that like I, I still got amnesia which is another kind of like window into like yeah, my life you know right, what I mean right. so that's why it's like so serious to me but I'll say like production wise lyric wise the guitar work on that song that's why it's my favorite um and speaking of like the mix and, and I was telling and I was telling uh Ramaka uh, I want to say that it was um I believe it was she tastes like something marvelous I believe it was that song um and there was just a part in the chorus like I was just listening to it and it was probably like the third or fourth time I had listened to the song but there was just like just a certain reverb man that just that I just caught and I was just like wow like it made me appreciate and hear furthermore the detail that you guys put into it. And I definitely could appreciate that. Like, do you have formal training with mixing and shit like that? No, it's crazy, bro. Cause um, when we were working at that campaign, I knew you were going to school like mm. at SAE, right? Right, right, right. So I'm sitting there jealous, bro. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I'm at work trying to mix the album. Like, right, right, right. I wish I knew how to do this shit. And we had dudes there. A lot of people from that school was at that campaign. Really? Uh, this dude, Keanu, this little Asian dude that was working with us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was just kind of listening to how niggas were talking about mixing, like for a good two, three years. Right, right. And, um, you know, like niggas really just sat there and went insane behind the shit. Like just gave, I gave up like, four or five months of my life, just coming home, not talking to any of my friends, going to this nigga's room and just like, oh, dialed in, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's really what it takes, like, to, to get those, like, random reverbs that niggas like you appreciate, you know, you know what, what I'm mean? saying? Because oh, the regular listener, they fuck with it, but they don't know what goes into it. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And that's like, uh, it was funny because my, uh, I was recording my bro and, and his homegirl, this chick named Blaze, she an up-and-coming female rapper, uh, she's low key like dead nice too. Like I can't wait to once you know once she gets polished and shit like that. I can't wait to hear. Her. But anyways, they were telling me to like mix a track and shit for them, and they was like you know uh, just just make it sound lit. Just just make it sound lit. And yeah. and like but we were talking like with you know with money and shit like that. And I'm like look that that just that just annoyed me just saying make it sound lit like mm-hmm. i'm like y'all are artists now so mm-hmm. i need y'all to respect just the craft of mixing i was like just last night literally just last night i i, I tell you about kanye stronger mm-hmm. and how that's like a hundred track plus song mm-hmm. mixed over 14 times mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. and you're just gonna tell me like you know i'll throw you the extra cash 
if you make it lit. Like, what, is it, like, what does that, <laughs> what does that mean? mean? Yeah. What does that mean, bro? Exactly. Like, I'm like, nah, y'all yeah. can't play me like that. <laughs> y'all can't play like, me like that. Like, you a blank canvas. Like, just exactly. It. Like, nah. Like, yeah, nah. There's... There, there's a lot of shit that that goes into it. So, so you uh, did most of the mixing. It like certain. So like half of the album was on his computer. Mm-hmm. Half of the album was on my computer. Gotcha. So everything on my computer, I like sat down and really like mix, mix, mix. Mm-hmm. And he did the same for his. And then sometimes we would switch our computers just to like compare. Like, okay, do you like the way it's mixed? How I mix this? Right. Maybe you should do some more. So he did a lot, like mixing on top of my stuff too. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I would go on his computer and like see some of the tracks where I'm like singing on it. And I'll try to like mix my own stuff. Right. Like gotcha. he'd, he'd be mixing his own voice mainly. Yeah. Um, I would say I did do like a lot of the principal mixing behind it. Like mm-hmm. he would go do like probably like arrange it, do the main mix. But as far as like just the overseeing all the tracks, like making sure it all is cohesive and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was definitely me. I like to see it like, even though, because like, you know, I'll be in the channel EQ and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. uh, he'll be there kind of just overseeing what I was doing. So it wasn't like a solo mission. Ever. And do you think it was, do you think it was kind of a do it yourself mentality of just wanting to shape your own voice, or was it kind of just, Maybe out of necessity, maybe like budgeting or something like what pushed you because I feel like like for me wanting to mix and shit like that. Yeah, there's money in it in a job and shit like that. But really, it was I got tired of recording with niggas and I'm like, nah, I'm trying to get it to sound like this Mm -hmm. and I can't really explain it. So they just don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about Mm -hmm. and the shit not coming out how I want it to fucking come out. And with the way that y'all be going in on tracks, ad libs and shit like, I would assume that y'all are very particular, you know, with your sound. It'd be hard to give that up to someone or leave that creative, you know, to someone else. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's big facts. Um, We had many moments of just thinking like, we should go get this mix somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then, then we'll be like, well, niggas don't know how we sound, yeah. you know? And this is in the middle of not knowing what the fuck we're doing at all. Right. <laughs> this is us exactly. looking at YouTube videos, like, you know, like just right, right. off of there, how they're mixing their shit. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Like, just listening to like one of our frat brothers, oh, y'all should use sample delay and do it like yeah. this, you know? We're so picking like, up little things along the way. Um, but at the end of the day, it I, I think we did come to the understanding that we're like the only people that can really mix this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we had to sit down and and figure this shit out for real. Yeah. And I don't I'm telling you right now, it was a week where it just clicked, like, oh, this is how the channel EQ works. Oh, this is how compressors like mm-hmm. for me at least, I was just sitting there like, mm-hmm. oh, like I want the voice to be right the fuck there. And right. it's been five years, now I can do that shit. Right, right. Whereas five years ago, man, like some of my mixes, bro, like... Yeah, if you hit the first two albums... Woo! Especially, like, the first <laughs> album was cool, but that second album, man, yeah. I'm, like, listening to songs like, bro, this is just fucking... <laughs> 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 Fuck where niggas on, you know what I mean? I feel it, man. And I'm, I look forward to those days for when I can look back on projects and hear, like, the progression. Like, uh, for me, Cornball was the first project that I ever just mixed yeah. entirely by myself. So listen, listening back to it, I definitely hear... The things that, you know, I want, I wish I would have done different or 
trying to optimize a certain sound. But I can also say for my first project, I'm pretty proud of how the sound yeah. came back in. For you guys, you should damn sure be proud mm -hmm. for uh, how Destroy and Enjoy sounds. You don't know how much that means to me, bro. Like, <laughs> like, literally, I feel like... Y'all like, niggas We could have dropped this shit like years ago, but I was the main one saying, bro, this sounds like shit. Like, mm -hmm. And it sounded good, but I was like, I know how this shit needs to sound. Like, nah. We're going to have to take another two years on this shit. Plush. I'm happy. <laughs> Plush. That my shit game. made my night. On, on Plush. God it did. <laughs> Plush, for real. <laughs> <laughs> um... So let me ask you this also, again, being that this was uh, a, a project that was well into the works, you know, from way back. How do you think that the sound kind of maintained like its youth? Mm. You know, like, again, like to go back to roll, that was even then sounding like this. But, you know, um, nothing sounds dated though you know what i'm saying like yeah. well what do you think what do you think that is for you guys i guess it's like how do you how do you make timeless music you know and is there a formula for that or right is it like a recipe for that i think we just kind of tapped in to just being our genuine selves mm. and so like a song even a song like destroy that's mm -hmm. just me pouring out my heart like i say i hate the song mm -hmm. you feel me like i hate that song but it's such a good song because it's me really being my genuine self, really pouring out my soul. Yeah. It's from the beat, everything to it. So I think how do you make something like that timeless? It's like be yourself, you know? If we were trying to chase the whole trap beat thing, right, right, right. the whole album was full of trap beats. Right, right. It would have been it would have been timeless. It just would have been this moment. Yeah. Right? But right. nothing on the album sounds like trap, you know? Probably hello a little bit with the high Right, right, right. But like it's really like a song like Amnesia. Like what what the fuck what genre is that? Or what, exactly. What year is that? Right. Like, was that nineties? That's eighties. That's right. Yeah. So it's it's really we kind of tapped into how to make timeless music. But I can't tell you how to make a timeless song. Though. Right, right. But I can. <laughs> <laughs> well, me and him, we've had mad discussions throughout the years. Like, what makes our songs, uh, like niggas know we made it. You mm -hmm. know, immediately. And I think the main thing he said is we're not really chasing trends at all. So we didn't use no auto tune anywhere. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We just sang straight up on the shit. Right, right. And um, just our beats, we didn't, we weren't trying to chase any current sound. Mm -hmm. Like these was like the buck, butt fuck beats. Like, oh, like this is what I wanted to do on Tuesday. And right, right. that's what it came. And I wasn't going for shit. So we picked out those tracks specifically mm -hmm. because it had that vibe. But um, also, I think we understand like, the more the songs that are really timeless, like they have layers. You know, I always go back to "Rock with You" by Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. It's like the music behind is perfect, the story and the lyrics are perfect, mm. the ad libs are perfect. Like if he wasn't singing on the shit, like the ad libs by itself can be a song. See, now I'm gonna have to go back because I can't even like. Now I'm gonna have to go because <laughs> "Rock with You" is first. That's cool. I remember singing that in fourth grade in like my music like talent class, mm -hmm. like our music class for a talent show. That's classic, but. Damn, now I'm thinking about the ad libs. Like, <laughs> so well, there is ad libs. Well, um, <laughs> but, well, all right. So uh, let me ask you this then: What are like your? Give me your top three timeless joints on our shit, or just or in general. general. Forever by Chris Brown. Damn, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just popped in my head. I can listen to that. Nah, song. facts though, facts, because that's, that's the song I fuck with. Before my nigga died. I do it by albums. Uh huh. Um. So like. Man on the Moon 2 for me. Okay. Just t because this nigga was like 
suicidal, clearly right. on the whole track. Didn't give a fuck, and the swag was still there. Right. Everybody loves a nigga that's cool and wants to die. Everybody <laughs> loves a nigga like that. So I'm sitting, <laughs> I'm sitting here like, this is this is perfect. This is gonna be tight forever. And I ran that album for four years straight because I was like, here it is. This, this moment right here is wild. Like I want to shape my whole life after this nigga. You know. Oh, another person, rest in peace, Amy Winehouse's Frank. Hmm. Um, that album is timeless to me because, you know, her voice is so unique, but the content, the story was like, damn, she really be fucking on her nigga, you know what I mean? Hmm. And like, she made a whole beautiful song about that. Right. right. Who's doing shit like that? Or like making a song about going to rehab and she not going, like, niggas is, that's on the radio. Right, right. It's like, shorty's dying in front of us, you know what I <laughs> mean? <laughs> but like, the song is timeless because tortured souls don't give a fuck about sounding cool or they just want to get their fucking point right, across. Right. You know? Damn. Yeah, I feel I feel that. I think I would I think I would have to go for my for my timeless joint, it would probably be off the top of my head, either adorn for oh my god. Easily. Yeah. Easily. That song can ring off anywhere. Easily, my nigga. Easily. That I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say, just hold on, we're going home. Yeah, I think, I think, I oh, think God. that that yeah. will definitely be hit. there. And um, man, and I just came up on this song maybe like last year, but this fucking Mary J. Blige song, mm. featuring uh, I think Casey, mm. one of the cats from Casey from uh, from Casey and, and JoJo. But anyways, like it's uh, it's called. Uh, uh, all I want, I believe that's what it's called. All I want, yeah. that song could easily drop today. Mm-hmm. Easily, that song mm-hmm. could drop today, and it's going off on the R and B. Anything under like number five on the billboards for R and B, man, it's it'd be a lie. I'm telling you, the shit is, shit's crazy. Yeah. But uh, let's see, what else? What else do I have, man? What, what's on your guy? What's on you guys' mind, man? Like <laughs> shit. Like I said, I only had like I only had a few questions, my G. Yeah. Uh, uh, I just appreciate you fuck with us, bro. Like for real. Oh God, man. That you reached out, that you like even listened. Like for me, music and for him too. Like it's like a, like it's a passion. It's like something that we just doing kind of for ourselves, you know. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of me kind of getting through life, me cataloging how I go I through feel love, that. how I go through heartbreak. Yeah. I feel so that one hundred percent. Like people that actually listen to it and actually appreciate it, like I really like bro, fuck with you heavy. Bro. When first. Just being up on like, I love just finding artists that nobody's ever heard. Like we all enjoy that, and yeah. I don't do it. I don't do it too often because I don't be listening to a lot of shit. But like, when you come across some shit that the world, when you come across something that the world hasn't heard, yeah. but you know damn well that the world wants to hear it, they just don't even know it. Yeah. And I and I know it. <laughs> it's like insider trading, bro. Right, right. <laughs> like what? It's like insider trading. I got so much stock right now. Like you niggas don't know about the sparks. <laughs> like come on. Yeah, like yeah. fucking Ramakop was like, yo, play uh, play wide open. That's that joint. I'm like, all right, for sure. Wide open is that that shit. Like if I'm in the car and that shit coming on, man. Like when the when y'all fucking go to the chopped and screwed. I'm really doing the chopping screw. <laughs> I'm throwing in my own ad libs. Yeah. Like I remember one time we was, I was playing the song and I'm singing the shit and I hit one note and even my girl was like, "Oh damn!" Like that was word. I'm like, "Yeah, for real." Like 
I like I might just like record over that like yeah. just so I can hear the ad lib myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the shit just sound hard. But the muse, man, like oh, yeah. That's that. One of my tracks, again, to this day, I still just want to see your you guys SoundCloud number because I know for a fact when I first came up on you guys for the first I don't know, man, for those next two months, three months. Yeah. I had to be number one on you guys. <laughs> like, I had to be. I'm talking, playing that song at least 12 times, man. Like, that's a movie. That's just the writing. That's really what, and, and one, one of my favorite artists of all, actually he is, it's, it's him 1A and then Kanye is 1B, Ray LaMontagne. He, he's, he's a folk artist. His first album, Trouble, fucking amazing man mm -hmm. just some of the best some of the best Like I was saying, uh, Ray LaMontagne, Trouble. I uh, I do highly, I do highly uh, recommend that you guys give that album a play. It's 10 tracks. And, and yeah, and when I heard Muse, that it made me think of him because he's one of those guys where just the pen, the stories. He's got this one song called Jolene, one of the... Cocaine flame in my bloodstream. Oh, I ain't even oh, gonna go. I ain't even gonna go there. I ain't even gonna Is go that there. The bar, bro. He come, he come in. He come in with that shit. He come in with that shit. That's crazy. I ain't even. I ain't even finna go there. Oh, no. uh, but yeah, man. So again, like like I said, when I heard Muse, it really just made me think of him, and that's when I really was like, oh nah, these niggas are truly for real. Cause like I was telling my girl the other day, I was like, yeah, I was like, um, I was like, I feel like I'm finally starting to get back into my bag for rapping and shit like that. Cause I really just fell off just dealing with my own shit, you know, going through my own shit, just really fucked my confidence and shit up. But I was like something that I'm trying to, I'm trying to stick to is to make sure that off rip, it, it at least looks good on paper. Do the words, if I'm reading it with nothing, does this look like a pleasant read? Mm -hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And the your delivery will complement that. And then there's sometimes where it it complements it, but it works in a different way. Like an artist like uh, Playboy Cardi, mm -hmm. um, Flatbed Freestyle, that song. I remember when I first heard it, I'm listening to it and I'm like, all right, this is cool and shit. But then at the end, when I like understood a couple lines, and I was like, "Oh, that was hard." So when I got when I went back and read it, I was like, I, "He probably freestyled this song." Mm -hmm. But if you look at it from the lens of he wrote this shit and then delivered it yeah. in this type of style, it's it's low key genius. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's low key genius, but nobody's ever gonna look you know, look at fucking Playboy Cardi as a world-renowned writer. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, the delivery and writing, they can complement each other in such a way 
you know, I mean, clearly it just makes shit great, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, uh, I'm really happy you like that song. Um, that's another song, like, cause the verses are different. Like the first verse is like, you know, I miss you. I love you. The right, next right. one is like, I'm, I'm letting your ass go. Right. I was literally, it's an autobiography with, you know, the, the first girl I ever loved, you know what uh -huh. I mean? So I was fucking with her for six years straight and I wrote the first verse like one year and then shit fucked up, wrote the second verse, but I wrote it, you know? And right. I, I like to think of myself as a writer first. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm trying to write a book right now. I'm not trying, I'm writing a book right now. Right. And um, it's just, uh, I'm, I'm just like you. Like if the shit looks good on paper, then all you got to really work out is how you're going to express it. Exactly. And that like half the battle is already gone. Exactly. So, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really, cause I remember when I first dropped that song, I was like, this, everybody's going to be like, like all my niggas that fuck with me going to be like this shit, like, all right, this ain't the other shit. <laughs> but the people that really fuck with music, mm -hmm. the way they receive that shit, especially this, this was the first nigga that was just like, bro, like this right here. It. You know what I mean? I was just sitting there like, I didn't even feel that way about it. it. And I'm just, you know, I sat there when he was mixing it. Like, it. you missed that shit too. Like for a long ass time. Yeah, I, I feel like, ideas. and yeah. I'm not even. Obviously, I'm not even that familiar with you guys' entire catalog. I feel like that's I feel like that's still got to be a top three, if not two, if not one. <laughs> yeah, when I play it back, I'm like, yeah, this is definitely a moment, bro. That I stopped song. smoking weed for that song, you know, like yeah. you I just, stopped? I because like I used to do this sober September thing, like uh -huh. hasn't happened in a minute. But <laughs> <laughs> every sober September, I like this nigga be like, bro, like you know when you smoke weed, like <laughs> you don't be doing shit like this. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I take a break, and then usually when I take a break, I just like get back in my feelings, like <sighs> big time, and that was just the product of that. Yeah, man, that I feel like I could go on forever just repeating how great of a song that is, but it really is a fucking an amazing, an amazing song. Um, let's see what else. What else do I have? Oh, well, quick question uh, for my girl, because, again, we are big fans. Uh, whether that is next year, if I have anything to do with it, maybe whether that's three years, four years from now, we want to pencil you guys in for our wedding. <laughs> we want, we we're like, we're like, look, <laughs> yeah. it's only a matter of time before, you know, like Khaled say, the price went up. Right. It's only a matter of time, so we're like, you know, maybe we can just try to pencil it in right now and, you know, see what it is. But um, No matter what, bro, we'll sing at your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> All rip. All rip. Uh, let's see. Let's see. What else do I... Why do you think you guys aren't the kings of L.A. right now? Um, we're not loud enough. Yeah, we not. Is that purposeful? No. <laughs> hum definitely I'm just a preserved quiet person. Mm -hmm. Really humble with stuff. And um but I feel like we needed a product that we can really push. Mm. And I feel like this is probably the first product that we can gotcha. really push. Like autumn and autumn and summer, even Black Captain. We have an album called Black Captain with our friend. Mm -hmm. Um, even those were like there was a quality, but like I didn't really feel like I wanted to push that. Right, right. You know, I didn't want to go perform that at like you know at this place, but I feel like I can perform every song on this one. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, right, right. So no, for yeah. sure. Even stuff on the SoundCloud, and that's what we've been doing. You know, for sure. And, and and you know, I felt 
again, I just felt like a lucky soul yeah. when I go to you guys' performance because, like I said, I was only listening to like three songs of y'all's for the longest time, bro. Yeah. And then one day I was at work when I was working overnights and shit at the grocery store. I don't know what was going on, but I just let the shit run. Yeah. And that's how I like came across like carousels. And yeah. so like that, that's another just bomb <laughs> one, man. And then, and then, and then what makes it even more great is the fact that it's live. Yeah. So when I'm, I already love it because it's live on SoundCloud. There's no disappointment when you play it live. Yeah. It sounds just like the <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like that, that's great. So like I last show, when I, well, not the when my girl was there, yeah, it felt good, you know, just uh yeah. hug around the waist, you know, singing in the carousel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, man? Yeah. yeah, I felt like a real player in the game. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. For real. Yeah. Yeah, man. But well, you, we do have plans to, you know, to to blow, like not to blow, but like to become, you know, more known around the, like, you know, the right. World. Well, I mean, so are you guys, uh, trying? What are you? Are you guys doing shows or like what? The, what do you? What do you think is your plan? What is your method? So we've been, cause that's the main. This is like another part of man. We just don't know what the fuck we're doing, mm -hmm. you know. But right. the, the good part is that. we have the product now, like he just said, mm -hmm. and um. You know, money talks. So oh, for now we got we got some good jobs. And when we start making this, we have no money. Right, so right. we both got some good jobs. So now we can pay for promotion. Now mm -hmm. we can do those little things that's just going to extend our arms a little bit more. Right, right, right. You know? And another thing, too, is now that we dropped it, people are looking to do partnerships with us. Like, oh, like, you know, I want to do like a little tour with y'all mm. and you know they're, they're, talks like that are starting and we're just sitting here right. like all right we trying to like do this shit like you right. know like so i know that for us like my nigga nipsey said man it's a marathon you know what i mean like we we could sprint and shit like that and i kind of want to start picking shit up like and that is the plan to start picking shit up paying for shit you know looking for places to perform right just kind of making the staple like making young sparks just a staple right. somewhere um but I think, like you said, like, I think what it is now, why we're not the kings of LA or anywhere is like, for whatever reason, that's just not our mentality. It hasn't been our mentality because we didn't mm -hmm. want to fuck up the music thinking about that shit. Right, right. You know, like, we just, like, we we do want to fucking tour the world and be fucking rock stars, you know, right, right. dick out, whatever. Like, And you niggas is definitely rock stars. Y'all came through, you know, drunk off your ass. <laughs> And put on a show. <laughs> the last one. Man, yeah. and we, bro, and we just had fought outside, bro. That's what Ray McGuire was telling bro, me. Bro, I mean, big bro outside. Like, That's what she was we telling still, me. You know what I mean? Like, and you know it's like real because like we just talk about it like, yeah, it happened. Like, yeah. and here we are. We, but that was like a culmination of five years of just like, I know this nigga been wanting to slap me. You feel me? Like, been wanting to slap me. Like, <laughs> that was the moment. That was the day, like, niggas was popping All off. Right, well, now that you broke it up, what the fuck happened? So, because I'm in here waiting. I'm like, yo, where the fuck are these guys yeah, at, bro? bro like, niggas is leaving this shit. <laughs> the, the main thing was, it was the track Wipeout. Like, I'll uh -huh. tell you, man, I've, I've been taking that shit very personal. Mm -hmm. So, I was just like on this nigga's case, like, bro, we're not gonna get sued, this and that. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. He's like, bro, we get sued. That's our money. I'm like, bro, shut up. You know, like, so <laughs> the whole day before the show, we're we're capping off at each other, bro. Like, can't stand each other. Yeah. But we're all because we've been fighting for because our parents like start breaking up. Uh -huh. And then it was like two years ago, and we're just butting heads the whole time. You know what I mean? So it was just a culmination of 
us have like our cover is is a house on fire. Mm-hmm. That's like supposed to be our house. Like mm-hmm. to make this album, we lost our whole family basically, bro. Jeez. To be honest with you, like family we're just coming out over here, like man, like to really look like our family's not together no more. Yeah. It started. Jeez. I came back. I mean, it, for our whole life, it's been fucked up between our parents, but. I came back home from school and I told my dad, I'm not going to get my master's. I'm about to work on this album. Mm-hmm. And he just did not. He was like, what the fuck? And started terrorizing your boy. You know what I mean? Started terrorizing both of us. Yeah. And um, so the cover used to be just red, blue, me and him. That was, uh-huh. So I, I just, at the end of this shit, the people that we were, like who me and Ricardo were at that point. It was different. It was so different. Mm-hmm. We sad, angry, you know, like niggas. We didn't feel like that first picture no more. It's like right. this album's called Destroying Joy. This cover, we got the house need to be on fire because mm-hmm. the house is on fire. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was a culmination that day before the show of all that shit. Like, nigga, like, we should have been socked each other, but we didn't. <laughs> now we socking each other. Mm-hmm. And, and then y'all niggas went up there and, you know... You won the room over with a with a classic cookout jam. Like your band is on point too. Oh yeah, shout the band. Out, like shout, shout out your band. Shout, shout out to the boys, man. Shout out to my niggas, Tony. Shout out Tonight to our name is. Shout yeah, out shout out, shout out to the with a great name. Yeah. Great name, <laughs> like you know, like again, that's just other shit too. Like little shit, like having a solid name. Like I hate when niggas don't be having solid names. Like that's just you know. For a while, we were going to every show, changing our name, and it was just like niggas were fucking with it, of course. Uh-huh. Like, but then r- real niggas were like, "Hey, like, what? What about your brand? Like, right, right, right. niggas call y'all just that band that be changing their name, right?" right. <laughs> so him and his boyfriend, they were uh, at the house, and we were all trying to figure out our name. And uh-huh. this dude was like, "Why don't y'all just uh, call yourselves tonight? Our name is." I think it was Adi Alice that said it. Like, mm-hmm. y'all should just call yourselves tonight. Our name is Tony, and everybody was like. Genius. <laughs> <laughs> oh, genius. shit. That is cold. Right. So, that is cold. Got a nice little acronym and shit. Yeah, bro. Oh, yeah. And like, we can all just go by Tony if we wanted to. Like, Off oh, yeah, my name's Tony. My name's Tony. Off rip. So, oh, good one, the guys. band is really like a miracle when you think about it. Cause like, when I found them, we were like in the middle of our shit, like not mm-hmm. fucking each other, like moved out the house to finish mixing the album, like random shit. Mm-hmm. And just met the band randomly at a party. They didn't have no guitarists. And I'm like, let me play with y'all. Play with them, and they're like, "Bro, like, you trying to fuck with us?" I'm like, "Yeah, let's do it." <laughs> and we're playing with this. We're playing with our friend Jay Rilla. Like, we usually support him. Shout out Jay Rilla. Shout out Jay Rilla. And then, um, you know, we had a bass player that left and went to England with mm-hmm. another band, ditched us, got another bass player. So, really, like a real ass band, all of a sudden, just out of nowhere. And my intention was never to have them playing our shit. Right. But um, we just started getting certain opportunities, and niggas were like, "Well, what are we about to do?" I was like, "Well, I got." I got songs, nigga. Y'all niggas trying to learn it, and they just picked that shit up like boom. We're super excited about it, and that's how that whole thing came to fruition. Mm. You know, gotcha. Random tip for like miraculous. (laughs) Nah, man, that's what I'm saying. Like y'all, when again to to see the first show, to to see the circumstances going into the second show, and to still just you know. Come through. I mean, come on. You bust your ass on the speaker and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, blasted, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like, and to still just like put on a show. I'm just sitting there and I'm laughing and I'm just sitting there hype. Uh, fucking Guap Dad Four Thousand is standing right beside me, mm-hmm. and I'm just sitting there <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't even know who that guy was. <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, I'm like, 
Yeah. This is a nigga that's on. Yeah. Looking at some nigga like, and he he's definitely feeling the vibe, you know. And I'm just thinking to myself like, yo, like these niggas is really rock stars, bro. Like, thank you, man. natural born. Just, <laughs> yo, y'all got the juice, man. Like, I was yo, amazed. I'm hype. I can't I, even. I was amazed it. we did that show, man, because it wasn't gonna happen, <laughs> bro. We was outside. <laughs> like niggas went inside. Was like, hey, they're not doing the show no more. I'm on the floor bleeding. This nigga bleeding. We both throwing up, bro. Throwing up. But <laughs> some inside was just like, if we don't do this show, we're whack. Yeah. One, we're yeah, whack. Yeah, I would have been whack as fuck. One, we're whack. Two, how y'all we going to bounce back from this shit? Y'all would have you know been I mean? whack as fuck. Like, we probably wouldn't even be talking today type shit if we didn't get up and do that show. Like, y'all niggas would have been whack as fuck if y'all didn't. <laughs> yeah, if y'all bro. Like, what? Like, we drove all the way over here. You like feel me? <laughs> Driving <laughs> niggas over to practice, like wild shit. And, and you know, the band was beefing too. Like it was just a bunch of crazy shit going on. Jeez, so man. we squeezed that shit out. And you know, like niggas thought the hug at the end of the show was like fake, you know, because mm -hmm. like he turned to hug me and we hugged each other. And of course niggas was still mad, you know. Right, of course right. I could we could have got another round in damn near at that point. <laughs> but just the circumstances in the moment, it was like, bro, like no matter what happens, yeah. the show's gonna go on. Right. No matter what happens, you're my brother. No matter what happens, it's YS. Yeah. Hey, I like that, man. You know? So what do you think, now that you've dropped this, are you guys already on to the next? As far as maybe recording or or ideas? Or are y'all gonna are are you gonna sit with this and like you say, you know, uh plan out for promotions or whatever the case? In both at this at the same at time. The same time yeah. I feel um, that. I think cause you know, me and my brother, we're a band, but I, we are also, we have our own stories. Mm -hmm. I know that I want to spend some time cranking out because I have a lot of tracks, a lot of tracks, mm -hmm. a lot of stories to tell. And I feel like, and I was telling the other day, like if we both focus on whatever little songs that we have, you know, like in our Logic Pro or like, you know, pick out the really good ones and work on it. And through that process, we're going to do the same thing that happened with Destroy and Joy. Get to a track mm -hmm. where we can't, I can't finish this here, bro, and then boom, all of a sudden we're gonna have another album on our hands and we didn't even try, mm -hmm. you know? On top of our solo stories. Mm -hmm. And um, I just think it's really important now to do everything at the same time, working on new shit, working on our own shit, working on the next tape, mm -hmm. uh, joint tape, but then also really working, destroying joy, like pushing that shit. Right, right. And I know, like, you know, like niggas can do it all at once. For sure. Know? Really For can. sure. For sure. And yeah, man, like it's just really, I just, I really, I really, I truly, guys, I truly just hope for the best, man. I can't. Y'all niggas are just tight. Y'all niggas just tight, man. And I, and I, and, and I'm just someone that I just enjoy, I enjoy good music. I enjoy people just, you know, being elite at shit. That's just from like a sports background and shit. Like I just I I, I like, you know, niggas just being elite. Y'all are y'all are on that path of just being elite. Mm -hmm. You know, you I feel like you guys uh are gonna bring a whole new wave. You know what I'm saying? Like the sad truth is you guys have dropped a project. It's only a matter of time before the style gets bit, man. Right. Mm -hmm. That's really the sad truth. People, yeah. That's really the sad truth. Because y'all niggas coming through with some whole other shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> some <laughs> whole fucking... expected. You know, some whole different. other shit, you know. So, and, and, and I'm just hoping that the credit is, is rightfully given where it is rightfully deserved. 
Oh. You know how niggas be, bro. Like, you know, niggas gonna hear some shit, spin it, you know. <sighs> but my whole thing is like, I can't really be mad, you know. I'm flattered. Niggas ain't gonna give me no credit. Niggas ain't gonna give me no credit. But at the end of the day, we, we spend so much time on the album to make it purely us. Mm -hmm. So hopefully, I mean, you may be able to replicate the sound, but to get the sound, the ad-libs, the uh, the the story, mm -hmm. it's not. I don't think it's gonna happen. Right. You know, especially because we made those song, a lot of those songs five years ago, and where we are at now in music totally is fucking. Cr you know, I'm sitting here like I'm totally glad y'all love Destroy and Joy. Totally about to, We're about to rip heads off, totally like different. for real, for real. You know what I mean? And <laughs> that's just the most exciting part about it. It's like it's almost like we gave it away so niggas could bite it. Right. right. Like here. Right. It's like it's so important to us. Like we could, we sit there and we play the album in the car like we didn't make it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> look, like who are these niggas? You know what I'm saying? So just, just discovered these. Niggas. Just off that right there, I feel like we're fulfilled. You know, whatever happens from here a is a is a bonus. Yeah. Got you. Y'all got any like videos or anything yeah, coming? Yeah. Oh, we have Black Magic. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I dropped Black Magic a while ago. Um, Got to re-release that shit because nobody knows about it. The video. The video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got a video for this song called Ghoulish Groove, like this random song that I made, like on some. I feel like I might have. I think I might have seen. Is that the one like with the colors and the yeah, uh, dancing and shit? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I seen. I uh, I did see that one. I did mm -hmm. see that one. Um, we planning. We we planning new more videos. One for She Taste. Mm -hmm. One for dads. Oh, for sure. She tastes some dads. Oh, dads. Dads. Yeah, that's another that's another one. Like I was telling Remick, I was like, I was like, um, after I played the album, you know, a couple times, every time I went back to it, I was just playing the joints I want to hear, you know. Right. Um World in World, She Tastes Like Fallen and, and shit like that. And then I was like, so I listened to it again before before she had came over, mm -hmm. and I was like, damn, like I gotta put dads in my top five, though I don't listen to it a lot. Yeah. Every time it comes on, this shit just hard, bro. <laughs> this Think about shit dads. hard, man. Cause dads, he produced that, and like that's the track he just sent to me. Like, oh, I made this shit called Dads, uh -huh. and I'm like, fuck with me. And I made like this is the crazy. So I'm in, I'm still in college at that point, and I'm living. Where did you like, go to school at? Cal Poly Pomona. Oh, okay, yeah. And we had like nine niggas in my house, bro. Mm -hmm. Like rent was like one fifty, bro. <laughs> one bathroom, bro. So you oh. know the trap house, nigga. It was fucked up in oh. there, bro. So I started playing that song, and everybody's just like, "To be honest, bro, that song I think is really what solidified that we were about to have a crazy ass tape." Because he sent me that, and I think I made Black Magic like in that same week. Like either he sent me that first time I made Black Magic, or I made Black Magic, and then he sent me that. Uh -huh. Regardless, he was at. My parents' house, right. making shit by himself, getting high in the room like every night, like on his own. <laughs> Super fun came out of that. Roll, dad, all the hits this niggas made came out of that era of just fucking with himself in his room. Hold up, dads camp. That was from back then too. Yeah, dads. We made dads like four four years ago. Yeah, Whoa, yeah man. man. He made it. He made. So it. what is the so what is like the most recent that did make it? What recent that did make it? Probably uh, like within like maybe the last year. Amnesia, Amnesia is the most recent one. Mm. And I would say that Wipeout, um, mm -hmm. where it started and uh -huh. then where it ended, like, we, we put a, like, I feel like Wipeout and Amnesia were the last tracks, like, the most recent tracks. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Everything else is, like, to me, ancient, damn near. Like, I feel damn. like I'm listening to my old self. Yeah. 
<laughs> Damn. Yeah. Like See, that's crazy. Special, like this Waves one. is probably one of our most ancient songs. Yeah, Waves no is the first. Okay, so Waves is the first beat that I made for the album in 2012. And that was because I used to make like seven beats a day in school. 2012. 2012. What was, what was I doing? In, <laughs> in 2000. What project? Uh, okay, that's when I was. That's 2012 for me is when I is when I was able to tell myself that I could rap mm-hmm. and no one else. Now, if you liked it, I'll just chalk that up to personal preference. Right. But you you can't look at me and say that I can't rap. Undeniable, anymore. right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's. That's when I dropped I dropped this tape and learned in the hard way. And damn, man. Damn. That's 20, 2012. That's man. so crazy, man. I couldn't even. That's just like like Sell a Million, the song I just dropped a couple weeks ago. Which like, is fire, bro. Bro, I that song is every bit of what is it? Is it September now? I had to have made that song in like like last November mm-hmm. or whatever. And I, I, I don't even like it now. Like, I'm I'm, I'm going to perform Sunday. I'm not even doing it. I should be. I just dropped the shit. Yeah. Bro, I, 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 I'm over it. I hate it. I, I, I can't even... I can imagine because y'all's product is great, but at the same time, I can't even imagine, like, reliving five-year-old song. Like, like just having the life, finding the life in those songs yeah. again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But... When niggas is showing love, you gonna you know what I'm saying? I can see how because when people tell me, oh no, I, I like it, I'm like, oh okay, well maybe this shit is hard. Fuck with it, maybe right? it is cool again. You we know what I'm saying? Yeah. Makes sense. You know okay. what I mean? Like you just like you stare at a picture long enough, it gets ugly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't take away from the fact that it's a gorgeous picture. Right, right. You know what I mean, like just because you are going insane behind it doesn't mean everybody else is. You know what I mean? Hey, come on, man. And that's and that's the main thing. Like, hey, <laughs> word on the street is Hove cheated on Beyonce. You feel me, bro? <laughs> How, bro? And that's what I'm saying. Like, I guess 15 years in the game, that picture started looking a little different. <laughs> if you can cheat on Beyonce, nigga, anything is possible. <laughs> oh, anything in life, you can think anything is possible. Off rip, nigga. So that's just like I just know that 2012 was the, the same year I told myself nobody can can touch me production wise because I'm making shit like waves. Right. Right. <laughs> like I've never made some shit like this before, and this was the nigga that was like, because I remember we were hanging out with. Um, his friend and her little sister one day. Mm-hmm. And we went to this San Juan Capistrano and like the day was like super foggy and the clouds were like touching the ocean. Mm-hmm. And then... Dana Point. Dana Point. Dana Point. Yeah. Gotcha. So then we, we went home and we, we started uh, listening to the beat for Waves and then um, he just started saying, we spent our day mm-hmm. upside down on top of... I was like, wait, like that's exactly what we did. You know what I mean? A forest full of waves. Yeah. And it's like, niggas are probably like, these niggas are on acid. Y'all stupid. God, that's so hard. <laughs> but really, we was just literally there all day. Just like pure fun bro like just yeah. sitting with these girls and just like having a good time not not worrying about shit getting high as fuck like that was the first time i had hung out with the little it was like a little brother a little sister like mm-hmm. hey like we're just together today all right you know so, so all right so what's y'all's age difference who's who's old who's i'm 29 you're 29 how old are you 26 oh yeah. gotcha gotcha so gotcha two years and 10 months apart gotcha gotcha okay that makes sense see like me and my bro we're the same age that's your brother that's my brother 
Y'all the same age? Fuck. Y'all twins? No. I'm older than him by 20 days. How the fuck? Pops was out here. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bro, we're the we're the babies at 13. So that's what? Oh God, kids. Yeah. That's, oh, what God. Young, that's what we call young sparks. Bro. Young sparks. We're the youngest sparks of, of the 13 niggas he made. Yeah. My dad is wild. Wow. That's oh, for real. real. <laughs> that's why the house is on fire. The oh, <laughs> nah, nah, for real. <laughs> nah, for real. Nah, he was definitely out here wilding for the utmost. For real. <laughs> Wilding for respect. For man. real. <laughs> for real. 13? Come on. <laughs> that's that's wild. But nah, you know, it's I feel like I feel like the beach, it does, you know. Yeah, it it kind of just brings that vibe, man. It kind of brings that fucking vibe. There's been a few times where I just uh shit. Like this one song I got, uh Sunday Stroll. Mm-hmm. That that whole entire song is just based off the fact that. I knew that J. Cole's song Bill Mentality was gonna be my favorite song by the track list. And then when and like when I first came out here, any fucking album that I was like really anticipating, like I would go to the beach and listen to it. So okay. when it drops, just I'm gonna I'm going to the beach, I'm gonna smoke, and I'm just gonna skate yeah. and then just listen. Cause that's how I like to listen to music, whether I'm driving or skating. That's just yeah. the best way for me to take it in. Yeah. And so when that song came on. And it was just going off, and I was like, damn, Don, you called it. This was going to be your joint. So then I fucking went home and basically just wrote a song about me just going to the beach just to listen to a J. Cole album. Now, if you listen to the song, you're not going to catch that whatsoever. Outside of the fact that I'm just saying, like, you know, I'm chilling like a villain. Mm -hmm. Even then, I feel like I'd have to tell you to draw that comparison. But still, like, it's just something about the beach and... The inspiration, I truly feel like, you know, there's just something about being that close to being that close to something so much bigger than you. Oh, yeah. And not in obviously not in size, but just power, strength, like, oh, yeah. You can't take the ocean for granted. Mm-hmm. I took the ocean for granted. I lost my goddamn GoPro oh, yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Like that was the worst. And it was crazy because, like, even in that song, Sunday Stroll, I'm talking about. How I how I won't let the water hit my knees. I barely let it touch my feet, yeah. and and I'm just standing there and I'm just looking at it and I'm like, man, this is. I it felt humbling. Yeah. It felt very humbling because normally I'm just skating. I rarely actually walk to the water, right. and when I was just standing there, I was like, fuck, man, this is some humbling ass shit right now, yeah. and I kind of feel like that. I don't know, man. I, I kind of feel like anybody. Could be one with the beach. Yeah, I don't know. I could just be talking crazy. You just said the first niggas that crossed the the ocean must have been like the you know smartest, craziest craziest niggas. niggas, To think that they can go in the water and crossing this cross the shit. We about to get to the other side. There's an other side. They're so just gone. Them niggas like you feel me? (laughs) Them niggas like we're just gone. (laughs) We talk about this a lot. It's crazy that you said this because because we have a friend Kayla Lace. A shout to Kayla. Shout out. We had this conversation, me and her, about like, because, you know, all of our ancestors are in the water. Mm-hmm. So many. So it's like to feel that connection makes a lot of sense. Mm. You know, like our, our history mm. is in the water. We damn near own the water as black people. Our spirits are all in that. So we're we're big beach bums. Like not so much anymore. Like, I mean, we moved towards the beach now, but. I mean, like three, so, like making this whole album, we spent a lot of time at the beach just doing shroom and just 
fucking just relaxing, bro. And like, just like getting in. Cause when I go to the beach and look at the ocean, I feel like I'm an astronaut staring at the earth. Mm-hmm. It's like, God damn, like blue marble. You know what I mean? That's how I feel at the beach. It's like, one, I would drown in that motherfucker. You know what Easy. I mean? Easily. <laughs> Easily drown. Like, I'm not going too far in that shit. Easily. So it's, it's you're humble. You're Tell me. Humbled. And like I said, and I mean, I'm, feel, I'm pretty aquatic. I would say, you know, I'm pretty aquatic, so I'm not really, I, a nigga definitely could drown, but for me, more so than anything, over here on the West Coast, shit too goddamn cold. Oh, yeah. It's too goddamn cold, bro. Like, it's 60 degrees out here, niggas is in, fuck, y'all in the water, 60 degrees outside. <laughs> like, there's no way, there's no way I could do that on the East Coast, but yeah, man, again, I feel y'all. Yeah. Um, Let's see, what else? I don't I don't necessarily have why well, do that's not really music related. Uh, you guys got anything else, man? Shit. Um, I mean, just, if you want to let it pour out, man, just let it pour out. But uh, I'm not going to hold you because I don't really. Mm. I'm just honored, bro. <laughs> I'm just honored, my G. This is, uh, this is the first time that we got to really talk about our album. Oh, wow. Like, oh shit! Okay, you know yeah, what I mean. I'm like really the honest. first time, and you know, I'm happy that we did it with you. Somebody that really fucks with us. Nobody like told you, hey, like interview these niggas. You know what I mean? Right. And, and like you know, like <laughs> a lot of niggas be uppity too. Like when niggas know they have a good tape, they ain't mm-hmm. just gonna go. Oh, I'm about to go like try to get on the Breakfast Club, and like I feel like that's not how we are. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we're trying to talk to genuine people or like our friends, like people that really fuck with the sound because. You know, I'm on the I'm on the path of like you know Bob Marley was just making music and like really like walking in his destiny mm-hmm. you know what I mean like and not kind of getting caught up with everything that's going on in the world and just kind of like concentrating on his message. Do you feel you feel firm in that like that you're you're really ten toes into your path oh, right yeah. now like you're oh, that's yeah. word I think that's word um, that's word and it, uh, watching Bob Marley's documentary on on Netflix really helped. Like mm. we watched it probably like three times back and forth and just how you know he, how focused he was mm. um, despite all that shit he was very focused and it's because he attributed it all to God mm-hmm. you know what I mean like this like nobody's gonna take him off his path because he's mm-hmm. doing it for God and I wouldn't say I was doing it for God necessarily but I was doing it for that higher purpose mm-hmm. and that higher purpose is still like we're in the midst of that now and um that's that's how we steer this shit, honestly, you know. And there and and, and there you have it. Mm-hmm. There you have it, guys. Oh shit! This has been another another episode of the Wild and Out. What? Well, I said Wild and Out. I'm sorry, Nick Cannon. Uh, <laughs> you know, but niggas has been niggas be wilding out sometimes and shit. But episode fifty five, I, I am more more than grateful. Appreciative and again honored uh to have you guys uh on this episode. Wilding for respect. Uh drop your socials and uh you know all that which have you. Okay. Um I'll go for first of all I wanna say, yo, I really be listening to your fucking podcast, bro. Like on God, like man appreciate it. Bro, like I appreciate it. I truly you do. are a funny ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like I can sit there and listen to you talk for a very long time. I appreciate so, it. So you know, in the future, like if you want to call me up, to talk some 
some shit, nigga. Like, let me know. <laughs> oh, for sure. All right, nah. Because I, because I live. That's where I live. Like, you know, I make music, but really, yeah. For sure. Your path, bro. I really be on that shit too. <laughs> but um, you know, social wise, uh, our Instagram is young sparks. My personal one is Omega Sparks. Um, my shit private, so don't follow me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, definitely get the album on Bandcamp because it's the it's the full thing with the with the wipeout that we like for sure. The original yeah. version, so um, just youngsparks.bandcamp.com. Yeah, and, uh, look us up on Apple Music and all those all your lazy fucks that just need the streaming shit, <laughs> right? Uh, you know, Spotify, Apple. Na- I think we on Napster too. Napster title. Shout out Jay Z. Shout out Jay Z. I guess uh, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so just look up Young Sparks. Young Sparks destroying joy. Um, mm-hmm. Fuck with us. Hit us up, yo. I I love DMs uh, expressing gratitude, and I'll express my gratitude back. So just like thank you. And again, guys, there you have it. Uh, follow me, the heavy kid. Uh, follow Wildin' for Respect, the podcast page. That will be W4R underscore the podcast. And also, if you're listening, uh, come out to Zion, uh, Zion, Keon Bell, Keon Bell and Friends this Sunday at the Barbara Morrison Performing Arts. I want to say that is down in Lamert. It is doors open at seven, eight o'clock sharp. Your one and only favorite Wody, Jacka Jack, will be performing. Uh, it's a dope lineup. Sh- fucking OG Glasses Malone is on that bitch, you know. So, uh, come out, guys, and we are out of here. Ugh. All right, guys. Damn. Damn. That's